Praise the Lord, everybody. We're going to start Bible study. Bible study. We uh, first want to send our condolences and heartfelt prayers to the Peck family, Quentin, um, and his father. Um, his father goes by Poochie Peck. Um, we'll be praying for them as they lost their brother in a um a younger brother twenty two years old we was reading there by shooting <clears throat> so our hearts are with Quentin and his family. He plays in our uh basketball tournament, and so we are praying for them in Jesus name. Ask the Lord to be with them and comfort them. And um, it's just been a heavy week, everyone. And we just we just really need the Lord. We need to lean on him, pray to him. And most importantly, have Jesus as our personal Savior. Live ready at all times in Jesus' name. Um, yeah, it was real heavy. It's real heavy. My heart's not just really... You hear things like that, it's just hard to really uh, move forward. Hold on a sec. Baby J, can you bring me a, a, a pen, please, or a pencil? In Jesus' name. So, um, I think Pastor's busy, can't put us a prayer in the text. One second, guys. We are on page... 172. Thank you. What is this? Pen, pencil? Or... Okay. 172. Second Timothy, baby J. What are you doing? Shh. Second Timothy. Second Timothy. And we're going to hop right into it. For the sake of time and uh, probably phone calls. Because <laughs> people have been, since we just found out, people have really been blowing up our phones, so to speak. So Second Timothy, after a lifetime of sacrificial service for Christ, Paul was once again in prison facing um, death by the Roman sword. Although Second Timothy is not last in order of the Pauline letters, in the New Testament, it is the last letter Paul wrote and is most moving. As he awaits his death, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, write, write, <laughs> writes to Timothy, his dearly beloved son and faithful. We do not know the details of Paul's second imprisonment, but we do know from history that the Roman Empire, Nero, had begun a horrible prosecution against Christians. Paul in the second imprisonment, imprisonment is much different than the first during which he lived in his own um, his in his own hired house. As an accused citizen awaiting trial, we see in this letter Paul's last days are spent without material comfort. Paul is now a hated prisoner in a cold of a of a dirty Roman dungeon. Wow. Eventually his arrest is sudden. Paul does not have time to collect his valuable books and part, you know, his items. Or even to take his 
a warm cloth with him. Second Timothy four and thirteen. As we uh, hold on a second. Let me make sure. As we read Paul's letter, we can sense his loneliness as he awaits certain execution. Paul says, Only Luke, only Luke is with me, 4 and 11. You look at chapter 4 and 11. He pleads with Timothy, his son, in faith to come to him as soon as possible. So in these highlights, we're going to be talking about Paul's exploration to Timothy, uh, Paul's advice to Timothy, Paul's prediction of the last days, and Paul's final words. Amen. Uh Paul's purpose in writing this epistle is to inspire and encourage Timothy. Timothy is young and has ahead of um young and has ahead of him hard task of battling the heresies, invading the early church. Paul's first reminds Timothy of his own confidence of him. Nothing is encouraging as knowing someone um really believes in us. We do everything we can to keep from disappointing those who we love who who loves us. We do, don't we? We don't want to disappoint the ones um that loves us, but sometimes we do. So Paul's next reminds Timothy of the qualities that the Holy Spirit gives to us. And what are they? There are three of them. So he gives power, love, and a sound mind. From his own experience, Paul reveals to Timothy how to keep his uh, courage. What positive Christian truth sustains and encouraged Paul during his final days in prison? Uh, Paul knew in whom he believed and was uh, persuaded God would keep him until the day when Christ returns. Amen. Paul shares with young Timothy his personal confidence in in his Lord. He says, I know whom I have believed, showing he knew he could trust, trust Christ to keep him in his soul. It might, it might look to some as though Paul is cut off in the middle of his career. And only reward he receives for his faithful preaching is cold dungeon and a Roman sword. However, Paul was entrusted in his life to God, and he is and he is sure, whether in life or in death, he is in good hands. Wow. Do y'all trust God that hard, that much, to know even in in either life or death, he is in good hands. I don't think we realize that sometimes. Either in life or death, Paul knew he was in good hands. So my question is to you today, do you trust God that much? Have you gave your life to the Lord too? So you could be in good hands either way. Okay. It's important. I think we're going to hashtag that. You can hashtag that guys. And then like. Eliberate on it a little bit more. Pastor's right here sitting. He just handled some business. But he is here. Okay. So. Paul's advice to Timothy, it costs something to be a Christian, and no one knew this better than the Apostle Paul. What do the following verses teach us about living in a Christian life? 
we must endure suffering. All right, that's number one. We must endure suffering, Pastor. No matter what, we are going to endure some suffering. Many are suffering right now. Don't become so entangled in the world you forget God. That is a hashtag. Don't be so tangled up in the world that you forget God. Hallelujah. We must live according to God's rule, the Bible. Okay? If we die to self, Christ will live through us. If we endure for him, he will re- we will reign with him. If we die to self, Christ will live through us. This is cool. If we endure for him, we will reign with him. Amen. The key verse in 2 Timothy is found in cha- in this chapter. It is the best advice anyone could give to a fellow Christian. Study show thyself approved unto God. This is a command, not a suggestion. Okay? So this is a command. You got to study yourself approved. Okay? Hashtag that. Study yourself approved. This is a command, not a suggestion. Hashtag that. Every Christian should cultivate a regard for the Bible as the literary Literal word of God. Literal word of God. It cannot be just a holy book. It must be the very stuff of which your moral and spiritual fabric is woven. The Bible is God's word and it must be treated as such. Oh my God. Praise you, Jesus. This is good stuff. Many Christian lives have been wrecked by spiritual malnutrition. Lack of Bible. All right. So let's hashtag that. You underline that. Many Christian lives have been wrecked by spiritual maltrition, lack of Bible. We cannot live a victorious life, victorious Christian life, if we fail to read our Bibles. All right. So we need to understand that. Let's hashtag that. We all can get better at that. Tighten that up. Timothy will need determination and guidance to keep from getting sidetracked and pulled by fallacies of this day. What two uh, things does the experience Paul warn young Timothy to avoid in the following verses? What two things does he avoid? Huh? Avoid foolish arguments about things not central to the Christian faith. So I, I think we all can. I think we all can uh, (laughs) testify to that, right, Pastor? We need to avoid foolish arguments about things not central to the Christian faith. I'm on page 172. They only provoke anger and lead to spiritual decline. Jesus. Hashtag that. We need to put that verse up there. Uh, 2 and 16. Avoid foolish uh, arguments about things not central to the Christian faith, they only provoke anger and lead to a spiritual decline. Um, 23, 2 and 23, the next one. Avoid foolish arguments with false teachers or cult members. Now, that's what, I want y'all to read that again. Avoid foolish arguments with false teachers and cult members. Hashtag that, 
share that tonight. Because you see people, especially on social media, they'll argue you to death. Oh, uh, well, if you know to know better, or if you were such a Christian, you ain't supposed to be doing that. This is what this says and that says. You know what I mean? You put one post up and somebody goes left. Okay, because they're in, I don't know, false doctrine. They're, they're on a whole other situation. It's, it's, it's not good for us. We don't need to get entangled with that. That's why I don't really, you know, if there, if I feel like, say, okay, for example, I was the, the atheist was tagging me on my page, coming for me hard every which way, right, right, Pastor, every which way. And at some point in time, I backed out of the argument. Well, it wasn't really argument, but the back and forth, right? And then other ministers jumped in and finished it off, really. But if you notice, um. I'm on page 172, uh, verse 223 up there. But if you notice, um, if I get quiet and I and you see me not really going back and forth with people, but it was okay. They God used them. The other ministers jumped in and took over. They was they said it in love, but the end of that conversation, a good did come out of it. The atheist apologized, told me you love me, and you know apologized. And um, that was it. But, but you know, he was convicted. He did come down. He did receive. But there's going to be times where you run into non-believers and they'll just want to just go on and on. And you get people to say one, you share one verse and they want to take it 50 different other ways than what the verse actually says. You know what I mean? Or or why did God say, um, you know, what can you say? For God so loved the world, he gave you a son. Who shall ever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's take that for example. So if God, then then they'll say, well, if he gave his only son, but yet he created evil. Then you break that down or how that happened. And then they want to break down something else. And then you just breaking down and breaking down. Then it comes to a point you say, you know what? It's either do you believe or you, or you don't, or you want to receive or you don't. And then if other things, you're just going to have to take it to God, period. So we don't have to spend all day just going back and forth with these people because sometimes it's just straight ridiculous. We just got to keep it real, right, pastors? You get people, especially on Facebook. I shared pastor's picture the other night, and then somebody will make a comment and say, oh, well, he got a hat on, and he's supposed to be teaching. He wasn't even teaching. He was in his own house. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just ridiculous, like, what do we be doing, guys? He's in his own house sharing, okay? And see how they took that to the left? And I didn't even entertain that. As pastors say, don't even entertain that spirit. So <clears throat> let's go uh, in chapter, still on page 172, where it says Paul's prediction of the last days. In this chapter, Paul warns as the time for Christ's return gets closer, evil will intensify. So let's hashtag that tonight, guys, okay? Let's hashtag that. Paul warns as the time for Christ, Christ, excuse me, Christ's return gets closer, evil will intensify. In uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, find, find 13 characteristics people will have during the last days. Now, I want you to hashtag this, and I want you all to post it up, okay? These are the these are the characteristic pastor. Are you listening? Amen. Let's listen. Selfish. Covetous. 
boosters. Can you look up covetous exactly? Uh, remember, uh, Sister Jamie, maybe you can get it. Covetous, that's C-O-V-E-T-O-S. Blasphemers. Disobedience to parents. Boy, if we ain't seeing that. If we're not seeing that, unthankful. Thankful. Unloving. Boy, if we ain't seeing that, right, Pastor? Truce breakers. Truce breakers. False accusers. Now, let me see. Let me just go ahead before I say that. In not having self-control, incontinent without having self-control. I'll put that. So it's I-N-C-O-N-T-I-N-E-N-T in parentheses without self-control. No self-control. control. Fierce. That's a lot of order. Um, despairs of those that are good. Okay. Selfishness, covenants, uh, boosters and proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankfulness, unthankful, Unholy, unloving, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, without self-control, fears, despisal uh, of those that are good. Yeah. So according, let's move on. According to the Jewish tradition, the Janus and Jambers, how you say that, mentioned in 3 and 8, are the names of the Pharaoh's musicians. Paul uh, declared in... Uh, 2 Timothy 3 and 16, the Bible is inspired word of God, not only to reveal the way of salvation, but also Christians will know how to live. Find the word or phrase used in verse 16 that best matches the word or phrase listed below on the next page. So you have teaching and rebuking. So you, for teaching, you would have doctrine, okay? Doctrine. Rebuke, rebuking means correction. I, re- I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You know how I say that? Or I rebuke you. Go have a seat. <laughs> Next page. Uh, correcting. Hold on, so I got this right. Correct- correcting is correction. I'm sitting in the room with no, I don't have a lot of light in here, guys, so excuse me. And guidance, guidance is instruction in righteousness. Instructions in righteousness. Okay, shortly after writing these words, Paul is executed for the cause of Christ. Now, this is where I'll say this. It's a good part to put this. And I don't know if you guys seen what's happened in Israel, but they want to pass a legislation. If you mention anything about Jesus or preaching, thank you for liking the show, anything about preaching 
or that even if you scoot and boot the name G, they want you to be put in jail and put to death. They trying to bring this stuff right back. And I don't know what Nahum Benjamin and Benjamin Nahum, how you say it, their prime minister. I hope he don't follow through with it in Jesus' name. So we be praying for that. But it, this is the last day stuff. So oh, it's heavy stuff out here, guys. Okay, so the first of which to preach the word. List of six. So we're going to list the six. The first one is reprove. Correct. Reprove. Prefaces correct. Next one is rebuke. Condemn sin. Sin. The third one is exalt. Exhort. It means encourage. Exhort, sorry. Encourage. E-X-H-R-T. And that means encourage. Number four. Watch. Now you guys can hashtag this and bring it up because this is good stuff. Watch all things. Normally, Sister Jamie does, and then I just copy or share. Endure afflictions. Endure afflictions. Endure. Afflictions. Number six. Do the work of an evangelist. So that's what we got there for those. Paul is now about to leave the scene and he knows someone must take his place. Apparently that someone is young Timothy. Now y'all can hashtag this. Who took Paul's place? See if anybody can answer that. Who took Paul's place? Y'all can hashtag that. See who took Paul's place. And Paul wants to prepare him for the work. Paul was getting ready to be executed. He knew somebody else was had to step up. Who is stepping up after him? It was Timothy. We all need to remember the young people of our churches. We will be the leader. Now, this is where it's going to hit home, especially after what happened today in the news. Oh, Lord. We all need to remember the young people of our churches. We will be the leaders in the not-too-distant future. So we need to remember the young people of our churches and will be the leaders in the not too distant future. So let's hashtag that too. That's good stuff, right, Pastor? We all need to remember the young people of our churches and will be the leaders in the not too distant future. Therefore, we must do all we can to be sure they are prepared. Hallelujah. From 7 to 8, we can see Paul has no regrets as he faces eternity. He is ready because he found God's will and has been faithful to it. Next to losing one's own soul, the greatest tragedy in life is to come to the end of life, facing eternity and discover we have missed God's will and wasted our lives on temporary things. Jesus, Lamb, help us, God, right there. Y'all hashtag that. 
If that don't fit today, if that don't fit the narrative of today with many people, including us Christians, please, God, let us be in your will, Father. Let us be in your will, God. Help us stay in the will. That's what your old people used to say. Help us stay in the will. In the will of God. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the arms of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we used to see that little joke that help us, boy. Them and uh, man, them old people used to say that. And that's what we need to be. God help us stay in your will. If I'm out of the will, put me back on the will. In Jesus' name. Oh, let's hashtag that, guys. That's good stuff. Next to losing one's uh, let's see. Next to losing one's own soul, the greatest tragedy in life is to come to the end of life, face an eternity, and discover we have missed God's will and wasted our lives on temporary things. Paul closes to Timothy. Paul closes to Second Timothy with some final goodbyes and to close friends such as Priscilla and Aquila. I guess I say it, Aquila with a prayer. Amen. So we made it through. If you just came in, you, you could go back and catch the replay. But those are some things we need to hashtag. That's some good stuff and share with the people on our timeline. So it's a very short lesson, but we got through it. If you met, what I'll do is for those that came in late, I'll take a picture and put it on the page as usual. Today wasn't such a busy, busy day. These past couple Bible study weeks have been so hectic and um so we were able to make it today in jesus name so the next book we'll get into is uh philemon the book of titus titus and philemon we're gonna go start there let me pull that up and what i might do guys is to get us caught up and get through if i get time during the day i might um I might just go ahead and get these recorded for you guys and go back and listen so we can get through because we're almost finished. We're at page 174. And um, well, we got 222 to go. If we go 222 out that way, we'll be finished. But I know you, it's been kind of a struggle these past couple of weeks. And I thank you for bearing with me. And Pastor's been on top of me about it. But I said, hey, I'm only one person. And grandma's calling this one's calling this one needs to be picked up that one needs to be put away but this is why you know we you know we prayed it you know more people just say you know what if you can't do it i'll go ahead and do it for you or you know but you know how that could be sometimes i've asked people to step in for me but they haven't they don't always all come through so we gotta work it how we can work it for this moment <laughs> amen pastor shaking his head like yeah so um we're going to be praying for everyone and keep the Peck family in prayer. That kind of shifted the mood this evening. We hate to hear the tragedy of Clayton Peck's life being taken. We will be praying for Quentin. He's a big part of our uh, basketball outreach ministry, actually. So we will be praying for him and the family. Y'all keep him in prayer. Uh, play for Jackie Magby and her mother. Mother was rushed to the hospital uh, this evening. Pray for my mom. She recovered out of 
surgery. I'm gonna be calling over here shortly. And let's just keep each and every and Sister Jamie will be praying for your family. Let's keep all of us in prayer. Now tomorrow, guys, calling all men, ladies, put your phone on speakerphone. I don't care if your man sleep, whatever. They need to get in here. God has been dealing with me about the men, right, Pastor? And Pastor Mark, we're going to be up tomorrow. And I want you guys to be there. I don't want you guys to miss women. Y'all can come. I do not want y'all to miss this testimony. Take a nap. Set your alarm. Okay? Y'all missed the, the last last week. Pastor uh, Mark's brother was on the line. And he gave his testimony. He gave his life back to the Lord. He's on fire. He is filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to have him come back and talk a little bit more about his testimony, how he got there and how he got to the point of giving his life to the Lord. It was very, a very intense situation. And Pastor and I were there for that moment. And we also led his daughter to the Lord. And, and, his, and the mother is saved. And we're praying on the son as well, the whole family to come on in and get saved. Don't give up. It's nothing too hard that God can't do. Y'all got to keep fasting on your children. Keep praying on your families, fasting and praying for our families. I know we're in a spiritual warfare, man. And you hear tonight in the Bible studies, it's intense. It's going to get stronger. And we're going to be doing long suffering. As you heard here in the Bible study, Apostle Paul, he tells us we're going to be enduring long suffering. Yeah, this is part of the Christian walk. It don't feel good. It's just we got to hang on in there and believe God. He said, what Apostle Paul say, Sister Jamie? He said, if my life, either way, if, my, if it's my life or death, I'm in good hands. I don't know if you're on here when you, with that part of the Bible study tonight. Go ahead and hashtag that. It's on page. Let me see what page that's on. Uh, page 171, if you look up into the chapter where it says Paul's advice to Timothy, right above there in that chapter, it says, however, Paul has entrusted his life to God, and he is sure, uh, he is sure rather in life or death, he is in good hands. Now, you can hashtag that on your on your timelines tonight, everyone, and say, do you trust God with your life? You know what I mean? You could you'll collaborate a little bit on my how how many of y'all really entrust in God with your life, whether it's life or death. You believe that you're in good hands. We don't think about it. we take it for granted every day. Oh, I know God's with me, but we should be, you know, have confidence. Yeah, no matter what happens, I'm in good hands. Life or death. I'm in good hands. She said, Thank you, Jesus. Yes, that's right, girl. That is right. So tomorrow, and I want y'all to share it like crazy, calling all the men out. It's on Prophet to the Nation tomorrow. But Pastor, you'll hear me talk a little bit. I won't be long. But Pastor will lead and guide it. Uh, I let him. He, he's, I praise God for him. And listen, he said if he has to get up at 2 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning and be up all day and night for this uh, segment, the midnight hour word, he said, ain't no excuse why y'all can't be there. <laughs> Pastor said, ain't no excuse why y'all ain't there. So bring your nephews, your uncles. I don't care. Text it. Pray on it. Who ask God? Say God. Who do you think needs to hear this message tomorrow? Who needs to hear this podcast? Text it to him out the blue. Here's here's the link. Here's how you do it. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Okay. Text it to him, guys. Okay. Um. Yeah, I. You guys don't want to miss this. As a matter of fact, this is Mother Sandy's husband and i know his testimony i want to tell you guys so bad but trust me 
you do not want to miss it. It is going to be uh, very life-changing. And, and his theme is if God can change, if, uh, if I could change, anybody can change. So y'all need to be there. Men, it's time for y'all. Listen, my theme has been for this season with the men. Don't let me be the only one in the war room. And what I mean by that is when I open that door to go to battle, it better not be just all women in that battle room. It better be some men. Because God has been showing me the men are so weak spiritually and physically. But I'm talking about the spiritual realm. We'll, we'll tap into the physical later. But my concern is where they are spiritually at. Men, God called y'all to be the head and not the tail. Amen. Above and not beneath. <laughs> Amen, pastor. Amen. Amen. And get your families, your, your, your family, your wife together. Know how to treat your wife. Know how to. You know, husband, you, you know what I mean? All that together in Jesus' name. God wants there to be order, and, and it takes a while sometimes for things to get in order. But long as you're working towards that in Jesus' name, God is working it out for you. So, men, you know, jobs, if you need a job, whatever you lack in, you cannot do it without God. And you're going to be hearing men on these segments that try to do it without God, and it didn't work. So when y'all see me sharing it, um, please share. And I mean share, share, share. Because you got to remember, everybody doesn't get to see it on Facebook, even though you should like, oh, I shared it. But somebody was like, well, I didn't even get to see it. I hit everybody up, DM, double tap, boom, boom, boom. And listen, you're not obligated to be there, but we're just asking those who've been in Crosstalk, come and support uh, Pastor Steve's who comes in, come and support. Because all day long, our DM's going off with many prayer requests, many other situations. Then when we try to put things together, nobody shows up. I'm not saying anybody here on tonight, but I'm just saying uh, we try to do the best that we can with a little bit of limited resources. Now, the next thing coming up, Pastor, I'm not going to tell everything, but Pastor's vision is have a video podcast. And the new studio is being set up this weekend. So I hope you guys pray with us on that amen so we're going to go back to being visual we're going to have brother troy which is pastor's brother he will be in there also we could we'll have a special guest with pastor excuse me not pastor well maybe that's what god called him <laughs> with brother matt uh so there will be different things going on pastor that's pastor's heart he's doing the audio right now on podcast because that's just what we have going because you know facebook is so sensitive so, but his desire is to be virtual, uh, excuse me, to be video right now um, until the building and everything is coming to pass, which we are working on that, guys. Keep that in prayer. Keep that in prayer, right, Pastor? Keep it in prayer. We got um, some things in motion. I know things look kind of slow and and looks like we're not really going nowhere, but God's timing is everything. Amen. And God's timing is everything. You know, he don't want to throw us in somewhere too fast. Amen. Hey, McDeb, how you doing? All right. So God bless you. Tomorrow night, amen, at 12 midnight, Eastern Standard Time, and that would be Pacific Time, 9 o'clock. And uh, what is Pacific Time, Eastern Time, and Central Time is an hour behind. So if it's 12 here, it's 11 Central Pacific, three hours back, which would be 9 p.m. Take a nap, y'all. 
if I don't see y'all, I'll be like, where was you at? <laughs> now, listen, you say, well, why are you having it at 12, 12 o'clock at night? Because that's what God wants us to have. it. Back in my day, growing up, trust me, the people was praying till through and three and four o'clock at night and prayers and God was moving. And, and God wants us to get back to that. So, McDeb, if you're not doing anything tomorrow at 12 o'clock midnight Eastern Standard Time here in America, uh, I don't know what, is, what time it's going to be where you're at, but you come and listen to this man of God tomorrow and his testimony. I'm telling you, it's going to bless every part of your life. Sister Jamie, go, you know, I, I, hopefully you could come and be there. I know you work long hours too, but catch a nap and say, get to your snack, get your headphones and come on back and listen to these tes testimonies. Amen. So God bless you guys. I ask the Lord to be around you today. I ask God to cover you in the blood in Jesus name. Hold on tight to your family members and and love on them as much as you possibly can. Forgive one another. Lift each other up in Jesus' name. So we love you guys. We ask that the spirit of God be in your house, rule and reign in your house. We command every spirit that's not of God in your house, but we command it to go in Jesus' name. Y'all open up some windows and some doorways and tell the devil to get out your house sometime. Tell him, get out of here. You don't, you don't reign in my home. Something you got to kick them and run the devil out your house. Amen. Some of y'all in Jesus mighty name. So we give you the praise, the honor and the glory, 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 and the glory. We give you the glory, Father. We give you the glory. Strengthen us in Jesus mighty name. Strengthen us, God, in the name of Jesus and be with that family as they're going through that tragic death in Jesus name. We bind up everything that's not of you, God, in our homes and in our children. Help us, God. Give us vision. Um, and dreams with our children and show us what we need to do so we give you the praise and the honor and the glory so we thank you and we love you guys we love you sister jamie thank you for always being there for us let us know when you want to go out to eat now girl because you know pastor he, he ready to take you so let us know when you're able to do that in jesus name also any donation for the uh, basketball tournament could just be sent over to crosstalk om um, any volunteers for that day we appreciate it we need water, and we need uh, watermelon, hydration, food, and drinks. Um, that's July 8th at Brooks Park. If it rains, they'll be inside the uh, gymnasium. All right, guys, keep us in prayer as we pray for you. Um, always anoint yourself every day. Anoint your house. Anoint your children. I anoint my children every day. If you need anointing oil, let us know. I think, Pastor, we had no oil in here, right? And we got to get back to communion as our daughter ate all the communion <laughs> she ate all the communion cups and uh we got to get order some more so those of you that are interested in communion please send us a direct message to that in jesus name pastor's gonna leave a prayer for us also as well um let's see communion uh fundraisers also if you could share the fundraisers for us that would be great uh, we really would appreciate that um also remember if you need Anytime you donate, you need it for tax information. Um, let us know. We'll do that as well. We um, we have legal paperwork. We are legit, as Pastor likes to say. So if you give and you want to put it on your taxes for next year, just let us know. We give you the information for that. Um, so yeah, I think anything else, Pastor. God bless everyone. Be there Friday night. Don't miss your blessing. A man, Pastor is excited. Yeah, Pastor. Look, I didn't know last Friday. I didn't know he was going to uh thug it out. 
Because <laughs> about 11 o'clock, I heard. I said, uh-oh, the pastor done went off to sleep now. I tapped him on his leg. I'm like, babe, are you, are you going to make it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been up all day, man. I'm tired. I'm tired. I said, all right, let me go get you a rag. I, I, so I let him sleep 30 minutes and woke him up. And boy, listen, I told pastor to do the introduction. He going to do a whole revival. <laughs> a revival, a deliverance service. I'm like, I'm like, Mark, we have a speaker tonight. Like, bro, okay, let the pat. you got to introduce. You're doing the whole pastoral thing. Pipe down, pipe down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I hope he ain't trying to come in here. Okay, so Lord, cover us in the blood, leading God us to forgive us and build us up in Jesus' name. All right, God bless you all. I love you. And we'll keep you in prayer until we meet again. Catch the replay. And please hashtag and tag us on for tonight. In Jesus' name, God bless.